right, everybody. Happy Sunday. The Suns! We just recorded an awesome podcast with my guy, Hunter Couture, throwing some talks out there. You'll get that after the interview. But we're here Sunday to talk about the three big things that happened in Hokie Nation this week. At First and foremost, first and foremost, the Sons of Saturday are brought to you by Main Street Pharmacy, the best pharmacy in all of the land. Look, country's opening up. Stuff is looking really, really positive. You know what we need to do? To keep the positive momentum going, we need to test negative. So if you're looking for your vaccinations or anything else that you could possibly need in the crib in Blacksburg, head on down to Main Street Pharmacy. My guy, Lord Jeremy Counts, is going to take care of you, your fam, your roommates, your dog, your cat. Not a big cat guy, but he'll help you take care of your cat. Anyway, Pat, Hokie Haiku, kick us off here. I got a haiku poem for you guys. You guys like haikus? Big fan. Yeah. Big haiku Big, guy, big hi- Yeah. Right here. Okay. All right. Good. Well, first of all, yeah. Okay. We can talk about that at the end. Grayson and Billy are together right now in San Diego. Right uh, here. It's electric, I can, baby. Like, I can, can like, touch them. It's tangible. It's tangible. <laughs> I can get my I'm hitting, burn. Come on. I'm hitting my friend. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's my haiku. Haiku. Grady Baker. Coming in clutch. Hit me with the text on Thursday. He says, Pat, I got a haiku for you because I hear you're huntering or I hear you hunt you're huntering interview couture. No, you're interviewing Hunter Couture. <laughs> what? Haiku. Are you mixing a water, Pat? Have you had five mimosas before you pressed record this morning? Good gracious. Um, words are hard. They are. He says, from behind the arc, bottom of the net, comma. Couture. Drink up, fans. Drink up. Let's go. So, here's the backstory. Here's the backstory. Grady B is a member of the, the Hack and Hokies. They go on their annual golf trip every single year. My dad's a part of that group. And they made custom koozies this year. It says Hack and Hokies with a picture of Hunter Couture draining a three on it. And it says drink. Uh, so they had a, a Couture drinking game. So shout out to Couture. And uh, let's roll into our three big things. First and foremost, some news out of Virginia Tech soccer. Sons of Bummers. NCAA about that. Sons of Bummers. Sons of Bummers. Bummers of Saturday. Bummers of the game was on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, the game was on Thursday. Tech played Seton Hall in the Sweet 16 of the men's NCAA tournament for men's soccer. And uh, we were looking good. We were looking hot to start out the game. Uh, it was one, one at halftime. We ended up uh, finishing. It was two to two. We went into overtime with Seton hall and then, uh, lost in a penalty kick shootout big time bummer. Uh, but hats off to Hokie men's soccer for a great season. Did you guys watch? Did you guys tune in? I did. So I had, I, I went to, um, sure. We'll do it. Um, I went to REI for the third time that day because I was preparing to cook portobello mushroom turkey burgers on the beach on that day. Anyway, I pick up Ryan Carroll, CJ Carroll's little brother, um, but picked him up, went, ran to the, uh, ran to the REI. Uh, and then I saw your tweet, Pat, fantastic tweet, threw it up on the, uh, threw it up on the phone. And I have to say, look, I hate losing fantastic season by Virginia Tech men's soccer, but that is legendary. I mean, you saved the the winning the, you saved the goal. And then you're like, nah, coach, I'm gonna go kick this goal. I mean, that is that is an alpha move if there is an alpha move. But 
Virginia Tech men's soccer head in the right direction. I really felt like they deserved a little bit more attention, um, making it all the way that they did in the NCAA tournament. So shout out to them. We will be back. I'm a firm believer we will be back. Also, like, I don't know if y'all saw this on the timeline at all, but where where were they playing that game? It looks like a recreational facility in Short Pump, Virginia. Like some backyard football type crap. I don't know. It was. I feel like the stage would have been a little bit bigger. This is the so, Sweet 15 after all. Yeah, they're playing that in Cary, and they usually play the NCAA tournament, like the Final Four uh, in Cary, North Carolina. I, what, I want to say that they centralized the entire tournament in North Carolina uh, because I heard that uh, they were playing in Matthews, which is outside of Charlotte. They were playing some games there. But I know that the, uh, the Final Four is always in Cary. But, yeah, it was interesting because it looked like it wasn't you know a stadium set up at all but shout out to men's soccer and shout out to nick blacklock nick had both goals in this game and jacob uh labovitz 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 he assisted both goals so i mean the connection was there but uh i know um there was a red card late in the second half which definitely hampered us as well but uh overall i mean they'll be back in the fall acc soccer is a ton of fun games at thompson field are a ton of fun so uh shout out to men's soccer i gotta say the game went on so long that I don't know if you guys were listening to the broadcast. My man's was struggling behind the behind the microphone <laughs> calling the game. He like I mean he was saying the same thing over confident penalty, confident penalty, not that confident of a penalty. I'm like, dude, can we can, can you sit down and write like 15 different variables for for penalty kicks? I don't think he was. Prepared. He was at the end of his notes. Yeah, he ran out. He ran out of uh, out of his notes. I think he needs to talk to my guy Lays. So our point number two today is going to be for the for the happy trails, for the the trailblazers. Um, Tyree Saunders announced that he is leaving the Virginia Tech football program, uh, wide receiver out of Jacksonville area. Best of luck to Tyree. Um, you know, hope hope he finds his spot. Bill, what were you thinking of uh, of the departure of Tyree Saunders? <laughs> Everybody was acting like the world's burning down like I, I don't know man like this is college football now are we going to do this every time somebody transfers from Virginia Tech I don't want to see anybody transfer from Virginia Tech and I'd love to see all the good players transfer into Virginia Tech but that's just not really how it works out um if if we want to stick it under a microscope like I, I don't know what the roster standings were I don't know what his situation is so um I don't, I don't really know. And we've been over this before. We've kind of gone over the numbers of, hey, who has transferred into Virginia Tech and what has their impact on the field been, right? Uh, think about where this football team is without Khalil Herbert. Think about where this football team is without some of the other folks that have come in, made immediate impacts. Where is this football team next year if Brock Hoffman is not on this roster with the way that our offensive line is currently constituted? So, you know, I, I don't feel like every single time it's as simple as, oh, he transfers because he hates bad man leading program. Like, it's just that's not how simple it is. Um, but I, again, like I wish Tyree Saunders the best. I, you know, I, I don't like commenting on this uh, or I don't not like commenting, but I don't like the way that we handle this every single time, you know, a young man decides to make a well, career. And the reason that there's more of a rash reaction is because wide receiver is the biggest question mark going into this year without a absolutely. doubt no without a doubt yeah. there is so little experience coming back other than you know trey turner um tavion robinson caleb smith i don't know if, 
I don't know if I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think we have a good, like it just, you cannot have somebody get hurt. That's it. Like, that's really what a that's the thing. our second, our second, our set, our second team is very untested. Um, yeah, it's very untested. If you look at the, if you look at the roster right now, I'd say, you know, as far as question marks are concerned, <clears throat> I think because you know what there are bodies there. We have bodies pay yeah. you high ceiling. We haven't seen them. Daywan Lofton crushed it uh, in uh, in the spring. Mm-hmm. Dallin, Dallin Wright, another guy who can get out on the field and, and raise some eyebrows this year. You have James Mitchell. You have Raheem Blackshear. Can we use Raheem Blackshear? Well, we have, bi- bro. We have. I'm telling you, we have no. guys over in the wide receiver room. It's just again, we can't afford it. In- you cannot afford injury at the wide receiver position, the offensive line position, and quarterback position. That's those. those that's what it comes down to. Is the depth is really, really lacking. You're going to have a healthy Trey Turner this year. I would love to see James Mitchell get some reps outside this year i think that would be that would be a ton of fun and also add to the depth uh perspective but i know that james mitchell does a lot in the blocking game does a lot in different aspects uh not involving catching the football um but yeah no it's definitely a position where where we have some issues um yeah and by the way it's mentioning caleb smith he has been cleared 100 percent uh, i think as of this week um so welcome back caleb smith i think i think out of the wide receiver room you know, obviously, anytime anyone transfers, especially in Tyree Saunders' case, I think a lot of people, myself included, were excited about him, uh, especially after watching his film. He's a very, very talented football player. Obviously, we do. There's a lot of talent in that room. Um, so, you know, it's very easy to be upset. I was at this point. I look at it. It's like no news is good news out of the Virginia Tech football program. That's a kind of messed up way to look at it, but it's recently at least with the transfer news most of it is it's upsetting so that's that's my take on it i don't love to see players leaving the program but at the same time you got to do what's best for you so we wish tyree saunders nothing but the best hold on a second i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge on that okay what do you mean no news is good news we just announced 300 million dollars being poured into our athletic 400 (laughs) what do we 400 million dollars being poured into our program (laughs) we've announced some pretty awesome stuff it's not i i I agree with you last year no news was good news i I completely agree with you on that right but i think that again i said out of the wide receiver room just to be clear (laughs) to put a cap on it not virginia tech football as a collective okay okay out of the wide receiver room also don't want to wish uh chester frazier happy trails um I can't say enough positive things about Coach Frazier. Uh, he has been with the program for some time now, has made a huge impact in recruiting. And as you've heard from Coach Giltner, Coach uh, Coach Young, and Hunter later in this podcast, uh, just a huge energy guy um, and a really, really good developer of young men. He's going to his alma mater in Illinois. Uh, it's one of the best programs in America right now. Um, and again, can't really blame him. Uh, that's that's the new uh, that's the new thing now. Basketball uh, basketball folks returning to their uh, returning to their alma maters. But in all seriousness, best of luck to Coach Frazier. Uh, really excited for his future. Um, third thing on the dossier. I'm sorry. Second thing on the dossier. No, we, this is three. This is three. We have Hokies All Access coming up at three. Do we not? Well, what, what was soccer then? That was no because Pat we're guys, we're two. still kind of ironing. Like we need to do a better job in this of saying like, here is point number one, <laughs> yeah. here is point number two. So next week, my our promise to you 
is we will do a better job with the numbering of our three big things. The, the idea is there. The execution just needs a little the concept bit more. Is there. more exactly. But point number whatever, 2021 hard hat wrapped up. I want to shout out Dax Hollifield. Uh, Dax Hollifield, I know Hewitt and him are going back and forth on social media. I believe he finished second behind Hewitt uh, the last two years. But Dax Hollifield wrapped up the uh, super iron hokey hard hat. They have a dope trophy. Basically, you're graded on a point system every single day <clears throat> on whether you were a uh, plus, a plus slash minus, or a minus. They add all of that up, and that includes practice, Colorado's, lifts. Like, how how would you grade yourself on this day? Um, and it's super-duper competitive. Um, so shout-out to Dax Hollifield. As far as how many folks uh, were receiving – the hard hat. It was 52. That's a record for the Virginia Tech football program. Uh, again, I can't really overemphasize how important this is from developing leaders perspective. Um, you kind of find out more. If you ask any of the coaches, most of them are going to tell you, you find out more about your football team in spring and during Colorado's and during this, than you're going to find out probably in the rest of the football season. Um, so that's great. 50, uh, 50 some odd players winning the hard hat. That's a record. The top 10 finishers for hard hat were Dax Hollifield, Luke Bussell, Narell Pollard, Braxton Burmeister, Brock Hoffman, and Lasita Smith tied. Marco Lee, Josh Fuga, Keyshawn Artis, and my guy, Max Philpot, who can squat 700 off, pounds. Can literally squat <laughs> continental America. So shout out to my guy. Max Philpot. That's um, Pat, in the doc, we have UVA thing. What, what What's going on? What is that? Oh, man. All right. So, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. If the, the placement of hard hat, where you line up, you get to essentially get priority in choosing your number. for That's, your that's new. So, but that, yeah, that's from what I understand. Yes. Okay. I saw a ton of UVA fans being goofy on the timeline about this who were I guess salty because Bronco Mendenhall does that with the UVA football program. You do X, Y, Z in the spring, you qualify, you get to choose your number. I don't know or recognize or even remember this ever happening, but apparently tech fans said that that was stupid when, when Bronco came out with that and tech fans said it was goofy. I don't remember that ever happening, but UVA fans were all, uh, all salty about it because they were saying that we're copying what they do and that were goofy because of that. I, I even know do that. remember it. I do remember yep. this well. And I'm in the camp of I am not about imitating anything that they do in Charlottesville. You're right. You know what, Grayson? You're right. They were probably in the coach's office a couple of weeks ago. And Coach Fuente was like, hey, how do we got to assign these numbers? <laughs> what does UVA do? Can we copy what they're you, doing? You know what? Hey, I'm not saying that's how it went down. I'm not saying that at all. But I am not in the camp of doing anything that they do. So I'm just, you know, if that's how they choose their numbers, I don't want to do it that way. Why? Why do I even recognize how they're doing anything? If they're an inferior program. Okay, so if they wear black uniforms, should we just never wear black uniforms? They they, they should just start doing stuff that makes sense for us to do. do We got to do it better. We got to do it better. And we have for the last multiple decades. All right. Well, I think a lot of people listening right now agree with me. Agree with me. So I, I, that's that's where I stand. I, I'm not into goofy stuff. And I didn't even know it was a thing. I did not even like I, I saw it come out. It. That's why. That's why. Right there. That's the answer. UVA does it. Whack. If it makes the kids 
excited the kids if it makes the kids excited about it and they're gonna roll and they're gonna roll their tail out and work hard for the hard hat because they want to wear number you know 74 then you know what then hey if the kids like it spill pot hey if the kids like it fair play grayson wimbish doesn't like it so (laughs) (laughs) all right that's all i got that's all i got i'm just gonna say that grumpy gray Grace like, sees UVA football scoring touchdowns, and he's like, "Nope, I don't no, want to no, do no, that." No, he's sorry, we got to win by safeties and field goals. I can't. can't UVA doesn't. I don't want it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Third and most important, or most awesome, that Hokies All Access thing on ACC Network was just all time. I, that was that was that was what we've been asking for. For a long, long time, Pat, I can see you getting super fired up to talk about it. We asked for we asked for a spring game too. Just saying. Oh, we still talking about the spring game? (laughs) I'm gonna gonna have to walk down to Walgreens to get Grayson a Snickers or something. (laughs) Pat, Pat, go ahead and talk to me about all ACC all access. I loved it. It was good. It so first of all, Tech UVA baseball Saturday night on ACC Network immediately followed. By Hokies All Access. You talk about placement. Everyone, everyone was fired up about tech beating UVA in baseball. It rolls right into all access. And this is the all access that uh, I guess Pete Morrison folks were tweeting about. Um, you know, because we haven't really gotten that much access. So this comes on, got Coach Fu waking up 5 a.m. Okay, and you guys can you guys can let me know if this is a thing or not. Over the last like year, two years, has Coach Fu's like kind of like his like accent come out a lot more than initially, or is that just me? I have no idea. I haven't. I, I haven't depth doved it. Um, maybe I don't know. Okay, I think so he's always had a pretty strong accent. Besides, besides the point. Um, Mark <laughs> Pack and Mac, Mark Packard does a great, uh, yes, great he does. yes, he does. Yes, our, kids, yes. our, our kids, you know, our kids, but so much fun, you know, getting, getting to, getting to see food driving, you know, from, from, uh, from home to the office in the morning and uh, getting the inside look of practice, which I'm was really, bummed. which was really the good stuff. Like the I'm practice kind of, stuff was awesome. I'm kind of bummed. Coach didn't name, he was naming podcasts. This is he was going with Neil DeCrassy Tyson. I was waiting to be like, yeah, listen to this Sons, uh, of, Sons Saturday. of Saturday podcast on the way to work. And I was like, damn coach, there was a good, there was a good, there was a good, uh, a good plug opportunity, but no, I loved it. First of all, I couldn't retweet his, uh, his pre-practice. We just got screwed with music uh, <laughs> uh, sentiment enough. And also I loved, I loved hearing from coach, uh, from coach ham. You could just tell yeah. him as an awesome players coach. Uh, also being able to hear his story and about the life that him, his wife and his, uh, his family were living before uh, they got to Virginia tech and just his love for Virginia tech. I don't know. It was a, it was a win all around huge fan. Um, yeah. I would love more of that. <laughs> like, are we going to get more of that? Like, can we get more of that? Can we see we episodes of that? Like, <laughs> well, we put- 30 minute episodes inside look into the Virginia tech football program, pump that into my veins. It was so good. I want to see corn though. Like give me corn. Let the people see what corn what has they want to see. You know, <laughs> give us that. Can I, can I ask, this isn't, this isn't me down. I'm actually curious. Like, what do you guys want to see? I want to. I want to know what Corn's relationship is with his family. I want to see Corn in practice. I want to see Corn behind the wheel of his Chevy Tahoe, talking about 
you know, his family and his upbringing, his relationship with Coach Fu and the rest of the guys. Like, come on. Okay. It's like show Coach Corn going out to Joe's Diner and getting, a, you know, some eggs and bacon and stuff like that. Yeah, literally anything. <laughs> anything. Like, come on. Um, but all access, great stuff. Huge head. Want more of it. So much fun. Can we talk about the goofy show that all access rolled into after? Uh, it was like, yeah, see, like, now, hold on. You gotta, you gotta let the people know. I don't watch ACC network. Like the Finn family watches ACC network. I don't, I don't have cable. How did, what do you mean? Then how do you know what came on after it? I literally watched this on the Virginia tech athletics website. No, no, this was, this was live, man. This is like at 1130 on Saturday night. And on, it's on cable. It's on ACC network. It was called like weekend. It's called like the weekend trip or something. And they go to all the ACC schools. It's this girl who's a host. And she goes to Blacksburg for, oh, they call it three-day weekend. Yes, I have seen that. My dad recorded it. I don't know if your parents do this. Like DVRs must just be so fascinating to parents. My dad, <laughs> I, like when I was in college, my dad would like record three things and like make me sit down and watch. He's like, I saw this last September, but I came home and he was like, look, this, this, this lady went to Virginia Tech and she did like none of the things that I typically do in Blacksburg. The have- only thing she did was get a rail from Tots. And then like, you're like, what is this restaurant? I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. It looked really good. I've never seen it ever. It's, I think it's behind like uh Zeppelis out, out in the UCB. It's in the Who's UCB. There? Who stumbles back there by mistake? Not that's me. A t- that's a tough, I mean, the hub's over there. The hub's going to be closer over there. So, <laughs> just, we will. Just to be clear. <laughs> but, um, no, did she she went to Bellevue Winery, which is a great winery, but like not like uh yeah, you don't you don't stumble upon it. You kind of kind of have to make quite an effort to get out there. And then she went to this horse farm that I've never seen or heard of in my entire life. So Things college um, kids don't do go to horse farms ever. But you know, love love the feature, love love getting some some press there. And great uh great highlight of my guy Jason Bronze over at Tots uh creating the rail. Um but yeah. What else do we got? Any any other any other highlights on ACC Network, or are we ready to move on? Um, yeah, no. I mean, I, I watch ACC Network when I have to. That's 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 pretty much what it boils down to. Um, yeah, no. I'm okay. excited for this next segment, though. Uh, I'm, this awesome. is going to be the most fun part of today. I put this on the timeline last week. Mount Rushmore of upcoming road games. Nothing like a road game, even though I've lost six road games in a row. Don't tell anyone I said that. Uh, you just, you told, just told, everybody. told everybody. Stop going to away games. Yeah, Do us all a favor, please. Yeah, I've lost six away games in a row. We need, to, we need to go like we need to go like pop all his tires before like, the West Virginia the- game, Georgia Tech. We're gonna go to your house. And just no, we're gonna break. Streaks were meant to be broken. All right, so we have we have road games from 2021 to 2037 and we're going to highlight we're kind of just going to give like a between one and ten or hot medium and cold how excited are we for these road trips you know are we going are we are we marking the calendar are we avoiding any weddings that weekend um you know that kind of thing so we'll, we'll kind of just run this we'll see how it goes 2021 we got some roadies west virginia boys will i see you there absolutely that's that's a, that's a no-brainer is hope that like so. a nine? Very much hope so. Ed Williams actually texted me yesterday. Uh, my guy Ed with the <laughs> with the Airbnb with the Airbnb uh, 
suggestion. I think we're going to send it. It's a nice, uh, nice log cabin right on the lake. Um, maybe do some boogie boarding, hold on to our teeth. Uh, it'll be uh it'll be a ton of fun. Didn't know you did boogie boarding at the lake, Bill. But well, you know. we're gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, da- absolutely, that's great. I've said this on multiple podcasts. There's no reason we shouldn't play West Virginia, if not every year, every other year. So, yeah. All right, so that one's hot. Miami, November twentieth. Fun fact: I've never been to Miami in my life. Really um, cool city. The East Coast, LA. East Coast, LA. Swimming pools, movie stores. Very much, uh, very much a swank lifestyle down there. Miami's a really cool place. I've never been to an away game at Miami, but would love to go to Hard Rock because you know they did that huge renovation there. I haven't been back since the 2008 Orange Bowl before uh, before that Reno. Hard Rock is sweet. It Can is, I be honest with you? Place I, gets loud. When is this game? What is the date of this game? This is right before Thanksgiving, November twentieth. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound very un Billy Ray like. I'm gonna have to see how the season's going. If we're rolling, I'll go. If we're rolling, I'll go. Oh yeah, because I forgot Miami's not a fun place to go in November. Come on, you're gonna be. It's gonna get a little chilly. I don't know where you're gonna be living at this point, but wherever you are, it's gonna get a little chilly. And a little getaway to Miami right before Thanksgiving <laughs> sounds like a treat. That's another good point for all of these games. I. Uh, barring me, uh, you know, becoming surfer, surfer, bro. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be at West Virginia and likely will be at Miami. I say that because I got to get to Ole Miss this year. I've been wanting to get to Ole Miss. Dude, Cousin just bought a house in Baton Rouge. So I need to get to LSU. we got a lot of games that we're going to have to hit. Go ahead, Pat. Okay. <laughs> um, Georgia tech Halloween. Probably. I love, I, I I'm, I'm going to be honest. I like, uh, Got a lot of friends, obviously, in Atlanta. Um, That'd be an easy trip. It'd be it'd be an easy trip. Um, and it's uh, I love that. Like, again, I love their campus. Like, it's, as far as city campuses go, you're in the middle of Atlanta. It's quiet. You don't feel like you're in the middle of the city. Great foliage. Awesome, awesome foliage. Um, so, yeah, probably. I'll probably be there. I'm, I'm very much medium to high on that. You know, if, if it was like if I was rating it like wing flavors, it wouldn't be hot, hot. It would be like medium hot. Okay. Also, Grayson, so we can so we can include you more. Let's let's do this on if you lived in Richmond, would you be making this trip? Fair. Because I don't think Fair. that for every game we have to <laughs> yeah, say yeah. like, hey, are you prepared to drop like a grand and a half to, <laughs> to watch us play like uh, Louisville? Assuming but, I'm uh, assuming I live in Richmond. Yeah. GT, I would actually pass on in LA. GT makes more sense. LAX to ATL is such an easy flight. So are you going? I mean, don't tempt me with a good time. Who knows? We'll see. Wow. I'd rather I'd rather go to the West Virginia game if I had to pick an away game. They have to a great to. airport in West Virginia. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> in Morgantown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, G- GT is like a medium. Mm-hmm. All right, next one here. I know Billy Ray is going to oh. have an opinion. Oh. <laughs> you Boston. Know Yes. Boston yes. College. Yes. Guys, I'm gonna let I'm gonna go, I'm gonna let Billy Ray go first and I'm gonna Guys. zag him. I'm gonna Boston. zag him so hard. Go ahead. Well, you're gonna zag me on the stadium, but the thing you cannot zag is Boston is is in for my in my opinion, the best city in the northeast of America. If you love sports, if you love beer, if you love having a good time, you love oyster shooters, that's the best place to be. I love that town. It's going to be red bandana night. It's going to be, I believe on a Friday night. 
It's going to be a night game on ESPN. Um, look, will the stadium be crazy? Probably not. Um, but it's in Boston and damn it. I love Boston. So <laughs> I'm going to have a great time. And um, that's, that's just going to be that, that I, 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 at any time I have an opportunity to go to Boston, I'm in there like swimwear every time. Okay. Here's my zag. The Boston college road trip. You cannot go there unless it is September or Labor Day weekend. You know, we played in August a few years ago. We went up to Boston. It was so much fun. Boston, the city, like Billy just said, has everything. It is a time I would love to live there if it wasn't freezing, which brings me to my point. November in Boston sounds like one of the last places I want to be. Uh, just too cold, man. I'm not, I'm not going up to Boston in November and just freeze to death on a Friday night. You mo- you're being dramatic now. In, you're from in, New Jersey. You, you know how to cold Charlotte, it gets in and Lane now you're Stadium. like, you moved to Charlotte, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be like 42 degrees at kickoff. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can handle it in Boston. <laughs> it's not gonna, gonna be like, lukewarm. Like, stop, dude. Come on, <laughs> Mister. If you listen to this podcast, text your son. He's out of control. You're sounding like me, Come Pat. On. You don't even live in California. If so you're you not are, if you're going to Boston College, you're. I'm only. I'm only doing it in September. So um, you're not going. I'm not going. No, I already went. Boston College has the worst tailgate scene in the Power Five. It is horrible, horrendous. I promise you, no there are worse. Is, I promise you, there are worse tailgate opportunities. I don't think there are. Yeah, I do not I think, think BYU is going nuts at their tailgates. I'm sure they have, you know, some non-alcoholic Oduls, and it's a good time. <laughs> but they, like, they actually have like a, a. They probably have a solid gathering. Boston College's tailgating scene is horrendous. That's their true. stadium, their stadium is also. Pretty lame, like yeah. very much a high school stadium. Boston College super fans, kind of lame. You know, stick to hockey, Boston College. I'll say this: if, if here's the deal, I'm gonna be there. If you're a Virginia Tech fan making the trip up, hit me up. We'll come up with a great, a killer dossier for some for fun stuff that are not at tailgates, and then we'll just kind of friendship through the tailgate together because they're not great, but we'll have a great time in Boston. Boston, fun. Boston College, great school. Boston College, not that fun of a place to go for college football. That's that's my conclusion. And I think that's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Um, go ahead, Pat. Okay. 2022, we got ODU. Wait, 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 wait. You play UVA next year in Charlottesville. Oh, okay. UVA in Charlottesville. Um, we'll see how the season's going. <laughs> I kind of lost my lust for what? that game. Bro, you told me about a year ago. I will. I I was like, hey, let's go to the Egg Bowl, and you said, I'm never. Oh, well, this is this is pre. This is pre. This is pre losing the streak. That's true. That's I true. said. I I said I would never miss a Tech UVA game, and then this. Uh, you know, we lost a streak, and COVID happened. You went. To, I, you I, went I couldn't to go. Lost. Couldn't yeah. go in 2020. Anyway, so uh, I'm go. I, I look. I think. I think a couple things on Charlottesville. I would not want to go to school at UVA, not because I, I like I just can't do a city school thing, but I have never had a bad time in Charlottesville. Charlottesville is a great place to go hang out, especially when you get older. Hit the wineries, hit the breweries. Boylan Heights is a good time. Bodos is pretty dope. Bodos, Bodos, Bodos is really good. Is, it can't. They're pretty Bodos, good. A little overrated. 
Well, I mean, Pat, <laughs> we are talking to people who have never had an actual bagel, so you got to kind of. No, I've them. been to New York. You got to let them. You got to let them. You got to let, let, let them do your thing. Um, but no, I've never had a bad time uh, in Charlottesville. Um, no problem. I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll probably be there. I for one not. will not. And you can also talk junk to everybody. Like, what are UVA kids holding against you anymore? It's like we all have good jobs. So if you hit me with the school thing, it's gonna be like, bro, I don't care. We beat you in all the sports. So so let me let me say this. So the Wimbish family, I, I went on my little tirade earlier about how I didn't want the number thing because the Wahoos do it. Here's the thing: Wimbish family doesn't go to Charlottesville. Bad experience back in the early 90s. My old man, you know, got into it with a few of their fans, and he vowed he'd never go to a UVA That's game ever. 30 years ago. Yep, and guess what? We still haven't been, and I'll never go. The person might be dead that he was arguing well, with. Well, you know what? Hopefully not. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, that's I'm, – let's move on. <laughs> so you'll, I, so you'll so if, if, if an undefeated Virginia Tech team in, in some random year is pulling up to Charlottesville to play a top 25 ranked UVA team, you would not go. But it's the win this way, man. We don't go to Charlottesville. Wow. I know, I know people that are like that. I respect it. I respect yeah, we it. Don't, we don't do that. Okay. You know? um, I, I know some people say the same thing about West Virginia, too. I might be at this game. We'll see. Could be a fun uh, – what? Why are you what giving me a deal, look? man? I, I'm, I'm like, who am I talking to? You're not going to go to the UVA Tech game this year? Dude, I don't know. I moved to a new city. I, I might want to see my family for Thanksgiving. I don't know. We'll see how the season goes. All right. I love I love Charlottesville. It's a great it's a great time. It's a great city. Take the university out, and it's, it's a really good city. I agree. All right. Twenty twenty two. Should we just do rapid fire now? I feel like rapid you know. Fire. I mean, I'm having fun. Let's, let, yeah, I, I might say a sentence or two, but okay. I'm having fun. All right. Yeah, we can pull out highlights. ODU, Liberty, NC State. I'm passing on ODU. I'm passing on Liberty. I will definitely be at Carter Finley Stadium. I love. Uh, the idea of going to an NC State game. And Raleigh-Durham, that place is a time. Criminally underrated city. Why are we playing ODU on the road? That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> why are you playing Liberty on the road? That's also dumb. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably go to NC State. That'll Stamp what time. Bill said. Yeah. 2023. Uh, Rutgers and Marshall. Rutgers. <laughs> Guess who is fired up about this one? Me. Let's go. <laughs> Keep chopping. Uh, what is it? SHI Solution Stadium out in Piscataway. We're gonna have a time. Come on, visit the Finn family. We'll go up to New York City for a night. Um, tailgate seeing Rutgers, you know, not that great, but I'm excited for the Rutgers game. Very excited. I'm going to be there. Rutgers sucks, their <laughs> campus sucks. <laughs> New Brunswick blows. Like I, like I just don't. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like I, 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 as far as like the state pride thing goes, yeah, I'll go. Like it's gonna be close to home. Me and Papa Mitchell, you know, we'll roll over him and his. Uh, maybe he'll be in a walker by 2024 or 2024. Good lord, no Bill. Idea. I have no idea. Bill, you're so morbid. <laughs> Rutgers is. I, I just, I get on here, Pat, and I tried to get behind it for like three weeks. I just, I, can't, I can't do it. First of all, Rutgers never offered anybody from my high school. Not that I wanted to want. They did, they did us a favor because nobody wants to go to school in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Um, but sure, I, I suppose I'll be there. And maybe Sons of Saturday, I'll throw a bagel pizza party. Get some of you guys uh, culture. So make your Billy way. Ray. Billy Ray wasn't a part. Billy Ray didn't follow along the story of the 2006 
fairy tale of Rutgers football, and it shows, oh, man. Yeah, it shows. No, I didn't. My father, I'm pretty sure in my house we boycotted Rutgers football. Like my dad, like my That's dad's fair. rule was, hey, look, on Saturday we watch big boy football, and big boy football is played on CBS and Brent Musburger and uh, Danny Nelson or whatever his name. We're gonna you call. are looking yeah. alive. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, Brian Leonard and Ray Rice and Mike Teal and Kenny Britt, they were a lot of fun to watch, man. That's so. So shout out to Greg, Greg Shiano and Greg Shiano. Maybe he's building something. Why are we playing Marshall on the road? That's the only other point I have. Shout out to Von, Devontae Beckett and CJ Rebus. I, I could go to Marshall. I know. No, why would oh, I? Oh, hard gosh, pass. That is, a, that is a hard pass. That's, yeah. yeah. 2024 Nash Vegas. Yes. Andy, no big. Yes. Andy, Vandy in Nashville, Clemson and Clemson. That's fun. Mike Orcutt, shout out to my boy Mike Orcutt, my freshman year roommate, just moved to Nashville. I think he's buying a house down there, so going to have a free place to stay. That's pretty tight. Dude, you're talking about something three years from now. He may not even live there. Oh, no, dude. He said, I, I talked to him on the phone <laughs> the other day, he's in it for the long haul. Bill, Bill, he might not be alive in three years. If, if, <laughs> if you, get you don't know what you do. This man, is dark. There's some. No, it's not. It's facts, it is bro. True. I move it's out true. here. It's I true. move out here, and people are like, "What's your plan this week?" I don't know. I'm just gonna. I don't know what I'm eating for we'll breakfast. See. We'll see. I haven't even eaten breakfast yet. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, dude. You're out here making plans three years from now. Who knows if he even has a couch for you to sit on anymore? He may have five kids. He's like, Grayson, no, I can't have you here. <laughs> We'll see. Shout out to my boy. He'll have, Mike. Quad, he'll have quadruplets and he'll be like, dude, I can't do this. I wasn't anticipating this. As and of this present this moment at 1013 PST on Sunday, May 9th, I plan to be there All on right. Mike's couch. But yes, Vanderbilt, Nashville, stupid questions, sons of stupid questions. Yes. Like that. It's at Nissan Stadium too, which is nice. We don't have to go to, well, I mean, it would be cool to check hey, out. Carly, we'll be there. Maybe. You, you don't know that. <laughs> Don't know that. God, you guys. Okay. And then Clemson. I'm I'm all in on that, man. I mean, we haven't played a Clemson since 2012. That's going to be awesome. Got to get a death out. I really wish, you know, whoever this new commissioner is, I saw he he visited Blacksburg this past week. I really hope he does away with uh, divisions or makes it so we can actually play Clemson not once every other blue moon. So we will be there. We're very excited on that. And we're very excited for 2025 Mercedes-Benz Stadium, South Carolina. This is another game that we should be playing very frequently. You know, South Carolina would be a lot of fun. I know Grayson's all over that. The Richmond crowd uh, sends a lot of folks to South South Carolina. Carolina. uh, You know, man, I'll always root for the Gamecocks. I've – I have a lot not that day, not that day, oh, not right. that day. But like, if they're playing, you know, I have a lot of friends who went there. And so if they're like playing Alabama and it's looking a little bleak, I'll still, you know, spurs up. There you go. There you go. I met, I met this dude last night at gin mill in Charlotte. His name's Donnie. He's actually a GA for Torian gray on the defensive staff at South Carolina. So shout out to Donnie. Shout out to Shane and spurs up show 2026 Maryland. Eh. No, Dude, college no park college park. Uh, uh, college no college tight. park. Pat. Sons of not excited. Sons of get this one off the calendar. Well, actually, here's my thing again. Like, if we're, go- I have no idea where Maryland's football program is going to be in however. What's that? Five probably, years probably not great. Well, Locks Maryland doesn't care. Maryland, Locks Maryland doesn't care. Dropping bags. I mean, they're they're getting good. They're getting good recruits left and right. I mean, that's what. It, I, if we're reacting based on like where it's at, 
I have no interest in College Park. I'm sorry. I was trying to be interesting. I'm, it's not. I'm, no, I don't Pass. Pass. All right. But the next year, 2029, Arizona in Tucson. Grayson can't spell Tucson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shout wait, out to that. Wait, did you, skip, you, skipped, you skipped 2027, bro. Oh, wrong. Okay. We played Maryland twice. 2027, Notre Dame. I'll yep. be there with bells on. I love, I love going to, to the Irish can I, boys. Can I ask a question? Let's yeah. let this will be fun to go back and listen to. Over under two out of three of us being married or not having kids by 2027. Will one of us be showing up with kids at this Notre Dame game? No, but one of us will be married. That's that's what I'm putting on. Okay. One. One of us will be will be married by then, and it will not be Grayson Wimbish. <laughs> What do you I can think? Tell you that right now. What do you think, dude? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if we're going to be alive in 2020. We, keep, we keep coming you. back You're to right. that notion. Right. Mental boy, right. dude. You're right. This is You're right. That's all right. That's the last time we're doing that on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2028, we play Maryland again. Well, maybe we'll go. I don't know. Visit some. Visit with some friends in the DC area. 2029, Arizona. Grayson got blown up by a, a bot on Twitter for t- spelling Tucson wrong. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, I'm grammar police all day on the TL, so I respect it, and I I deserved it. I deserve it. Call me. You're the one to talk, Bill. Come on, dude. You should really really slow your fingers now when you're talking. Bear down, dude. This will be a fun one. Arizona's uh, Arizona's beautiful. Bill was just there down in Sedona. I'm not sure how close Sedona is to Tucson, but – you know, dude, a little dude, Grand Canyon action. Yeah, a little, little, little GC. Well, dude, you're missing out the best part. By this time, I need to be good at golf. So we all got to go down Scottsdale. for a couple of days um, and play and play some golf, do some Sedona. I mean, you know, this could be this could be all time. I wish you were playing Arizona State, honestly, for being completely transparent. Sun Devils um, and the Fun Devils. So, <laughs> so I wish we were playing Arizona State. Uh, God, I'm excited. 2030, we're playing teams. I've I've been here, been to the stadium too. Uh, we played BYU in 2030. I'm fired up. I, I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to tell this story real quick. So I was walking around campus with my good friend Chris Riegert, um at BYU at like eight o'clock at night. I was drinking. Uh, I was drinking like a Starbucks or some caffeinated drink, and we had on like sleeveless shirts. And everybody's like staring at us. I'm like, what, what is going on? Like I'm blonde. I'm tall. I feel like I fit in pretty well here. Uh, I think we were being judged for drinking caffeinated drinks because supposedly you're not supposed to drink caffeine as a Mormon. So definitely didn't get the memo, but their stadium is absolutely gorgeous. It sits right on the Hills. Um, you can't go to the bars around there and get double shots or anything like that. I think the ABV and beer has to be under 3.7%, but sure. I'll go to, I'll go. Why not do some skiing? I'm in Pat. Are you in? Uh, yeah, it sounds like a great opportunity to have some fun in, in Utah. Utah. Utah is one of the most underrated states in the United States. It's absolutely beautiful there. Uh, and it would be sick to, to paint their stadium maroon and orange. And I imagine it'll be freezing cold no matter what time, <laughs> time of Probably. year it is. It's very windy. Yeah. Very windy. A stadium uh, that I know we will paint maroon and orange is Camp Randall. Buy your tickets now for 2032. Flying to Madison, jump around because we're playing the Wisconsin Badgers in 2032. This is the series that they pushed back on us. This was supposed to be like 2022, maybe 2021. But it was supposed um, to be, I'm pretty sure this this year. Yeah, I am extremely excited to play Wisconsin in 10 years, 11 years. 
uh, have a good buddy who went there. I've heard it's just a great experience. Will you go to a Wisconsin game before that? Probably. Really? That's a good question. That's a good question. I know uh, before COVID, we were targeting two games that we wanted to go to. One of them was Auburn Ole Miss. I think it was September 19th, Auburn Ole Miss at the Grove. And then we were also looking at Ohio State, Oregon at Autzen Stadium. You couldn't have gone COVID, Penn State week. And then COVID happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe we'll make it out to Wisconsin before then. What do you guys think? Any any highlights? I know Bill visited there. Wisconsin's tight. I'll, I'll go. Wisconsin was actually my uh, my second option. If I didn't go to Tech, I probably would have went to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, I, I don't know. It's just uh, it's a storied. I think I think Wisconsin is similar to Virginia Tech in a lot of ways. Like they've been good at least in the 21st century like relevant but haven't quite you know gotten there haven't won the big dance they won a, a rose bowl or two uh great football program their fans are wild they do the jump around thing we do winter sandman there are some similarities Brett Belima before he got super fat and went to Arkansas and lost to us was at uh Wisconsin and had stuff had stuff rolling there so you go that's another that's another Wisconsin parallel this is Can we do this every week? I love this. Can we South South Kakalaki. Kakalaki. watch football? <laughs> 2034, Columbia, South Carolina. We'll be in, there. We'll be there. we'll be there. We'll be there. Bell, we'll be there. Um, 2035, Alabama. Yeah, I'm in. Tuscaloosa. I'm very, very curious to know if that will still be in Brian Denny. Uh, I know they keep renovating Brian Denny. Brian Denny is a very old football stadium. Um so I'm not sure, but Bama is a ton of fun. Can't I can't wait, wait to go listen to that. <laughs> Shout out my guy, Jimmy Perillo, Rounders, Houndstooth. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be, maybe his kids will be in Alabama at that point. I'm not good at math, but probably pretty close. 2037, we will finish it here. Yes. Tent party in Oxford, the Grove. Yes. Hotty yes. toddy. The powder blue, the hottie toddy. Absolutely. Flying to Memphis, drive like an hour south into Oxford, Ox Vegas, Ole Miss, Hokies, 2037. We'll see. A lot of bourbon. Zero question. A lot of bourbon under the bridge. Zero question. (laughs) I cannot wait. That place is fun. Um, Dad went to Ole Miss. Shout out. Hottie toddy. Gosh almighty. Who the hell are you? Can't wait. It's going to be a ton of fun. All right. That's it for now. We'll finish up with some shout-outs, and then uh, we'll kick it over to Hunter Couture. But, uh, Grayson, you, you start, man. Yeah, man. Uh, shout-out to Mama G. Shout-out to Mama Jill. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Love you. Miss you so much, always. Your baby boy hopes to be able to come home and see you soon, eyeballing August for a potential uh, RVA return. Shout-out to uh, Billy Ray. We just had a great Weekend in San Diego, about to go get a little brunch action. Can't wait before I drive back to LA. And dude, shout out to Braxton Burmeister. We're staying in his hometown right now. You grew up here. Like, Play slap. that's so unfair. Yeah. That's absurd. You walk outside and just like, we drove by the school the other day and you can see the ocean from the school. So, mm-hmm. San Diego, big fan, big fan. Shout out to San Diego. Moms are so awesome. Um, I don't want to get sentimental. Your moms are great. I love my mom. Thanks for dealing with my goofy ass. And thanks for just being unbelievable. I love you, mom. I love, I love, I love both of y'all's moms. They're both great. Made to have some phenomenal offspring. Raised you guys to be phenomenal, phenomenal young men. 
but yo, for real, shout out to all the moms out there. Shout out to you, Grayson. Thanks for coming down. It's been a ton of fun. Of course. And shout out to uh, the West Coast. I'm looking forward to my surfing, uh, my surfing lesson on Monday uh, with Cooper. Um, so I'm sure you guys will get plenty of content of that on the Sun Surf Club. Go get your merch. Yeah. The Surf Club shirts are really cool. I I wore one earlier this week. It's a good shirt. Um, shout out to my mom and Nana. Love you guys. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks for being great mothers. Um, shout out Joe Bamisil. I, I goofed up on the uh, on the read-in for this podcast with Hunter Couture, and I said that he's the only player that we've interviewed from the basketball team. But we interviewed Joe Bamisil. But we interviewed Joe Bamisil before he had actually ever played for Virginia Tech. So that's where the uh, the brain fart was. So shout out to Joe and shout out to Hunter. I put on the timeline on Friday, no, yesterday, Saturday, I was just thinking about the battle at Bristol and how crazy that was. You guys ever just like think back on how ridiculous that day was and how, how that happened? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're just in the middle of, essentially the middle of nowhere. People are being bussed in. There's massive tailgates you know, almost 200,000 people there who let that happen. Like that is crazy. Why has it not happened again? It's awesome. Yeah. The battle of Bristol, but uh, I, w- I was at the Wells Fargo championship yesterday at quail hollow down here in Charlotte, ton of fun. And this dude told me he liked my hat. I was wearing my Mike young cold drinks, waiting hat that you can get on sons of Saturday.com. He says, dude, that is a sweet hat. And uh, Dude, did you give him a referral code? Pat, use I mean, Pat I, mean I, I can do that. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, this guy, James O'Toole, shout out James. He's like, yeah, man, Sons of Saturday. It's a podcast. And this guy is a big Tennessee fan. He's like, dude, sell me on the podcast. What do you got going on? I'll listen when I'm on the, uh, when I'm on the, the light rail in, in the work on Monday. So shout out Matt Sacratini and Vol Nation. Uh, wish we played Tennessee more frequently, um, but had a blast at the Wells Fargo yesterday. That's a great event. That's a great course. And uh, golf is great. So I think that's it. Is that it? Are we done? That's it. That's it um, shout out to you guys. This was fun. Thanks for bearing with us through our um, elongated road game. That was fun. I enjoyed doing that. I, I would love to do that with more towns. Let's, let's do that more. <laughs> All right, we Hunter will Hunter there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll pass it to Hunter. Hunter, drain this three, man. <laughs> oh my god! All right, everyone, it is Sunday noon Eastern time, Mother's Day, sons of mothers, mothers of Saturday. But we are here to talk some hokey hoops today. We have our first ever Virginia Tech basketball player joining the pod. We've, we've had Webby, we had Coach Gildner, and we had cold drinks waiting aficionado, uh, Coach Mike Young. But today, we are excited to welcome on Virginia Tech basketball player Hunter Couture out of Orlando, Florida. Hunter Couture, welcome to the Sons of Saturday. How are you doing, man? Hunter, I got to say, one of the things that I've definitely noticed is watching your career. You started playing. You were playing as a freshman. You've you've grown not just height wise. I mean, you got the you're like it's the Jason Tatum effect. You got this Orlando Bloom facial facial mustache thing going on. Is this new? When is that? What what's going what's going on? Yeah, that um that's a big thing because a lot of people like to bring up my freshman year and how I had like a baby face. And I just look like yeah. a kid out there. And then the whole quarantine thing happened. I came back and I. 
I guess I grew some facial hair, um, got a little bigger, got a little taller. So, um, so I think I got a lot more respect than people looking at me, but, um, I don't know. I, I came back during quarantine and people were just saying quarantine did good for me. So I guess I'll take it. How much did you grow? Uh, how much have you grown since you got to tech? I probably half an inch, an inch. I don't think too much, but definitely gotten like, I think coming in my freshman year, I had a little bit of baby fat and then going into sophomore year, I think I leaned out a little bit more and just got a little stronger. So let's talk about that. I know uh, Coach Jackson's awesome. I know he came back to Virginia Tech with uh, with Coach Young. Uh, fantastic program. But I want to learn more about how you've attacked your first offseason at Virginia Tech. What was the biggest focus for you um, to transform your game, transform your body? What was the biggest focus after your freshman campaign? Yeah, obviously it's different because after my freshman year, as soon as the season was over with, we kind of all went home. And that's when everything got shut down and we stayed home. So it was kind of we were doing offseason on our own back home. So um, fortunately I had a gym back home and stuff like that, but this year was definitely my first off season going through it. And it's been good, you know, lifting in the early in the morning at 6 a.m. and then coming back later, having individual workouts or playing three on three with the guys. So um, basically just trying to work on my body, get stronger. Um, and then on the court, just work on stuff that I think I need to improve on ball handling, get more confident handling the ball, bringing it up and just uh, sharpening up a little bit of things. I thought a great way or you could really tell who kind of harnessed the time across different sports um, with working at home and, and really staying dig, vigilant, vigilant. Yeah. Vigilance, the word staying vigilant uh, on the routine as you were locked down and you were back, I'm assuming you were back in Orlando during, uh, during quarantine. What was your, what was your day to day like as you were preparing for that next season? Uh, basically I had a trainer back home who I was fortunate enough, he opened up his gym. So around like six in the, or seven in the morning, went, lifted with him, came back home, ate some breakfast, and I went to the gym, got a workout in. And there was um there was a lot of pros that came down to Orlando. So there was still some pickup going on. So I got to still get up and down, play against some college and pro players from all around the country that were down there. So that was good. So I was still being active. Just the hardest part was just not being able to be around the teammates at all or going through like a college like setting of workouts and stuff like that. But I was still able to work on my game and still get some runs in. So then taking it all the way back to the beginning of your recruitment, want to learn a little bit more about junior, senior year, Hunter Couture. What were you looking for out of college? Tell us a little bit about your recruitment, kind of your story and how you ended up at Virginia Tech. Yeah. So my junior year, I think it was junior spring. I got my first offer to Furman. And then kind of at that point, like I knew, when I got that offer, like sophomore year, I knew I had the ability to play Division One basketball and I was going to go on scholarship, but I just really wasn't getting the offers yet. And so junior year, I got my first offer in the spring. And then leading up to summer, I think I had four offers, all to like low, high or mid-major. And then summer is like really when I blew up. I played really well, ended up getting like 21 offers or so from mostly just all mid-majors. And so um, took some visits to Belmont, Furman and Wofford really liked my Wofford visit ended up committing there early in my senior year. So the whole senior year, I was thinking I was going to Wofford, started buying t-shirts, supporting them, all this and that. And then coach young ended up getting the job here, called me and said he wanted to bring me, said he believed in me since day one that I could play at any level. And just hearing that just made me feel like if he, if I have a coach that believes in me, I want to play for him. So I ended up coming uh, on a visit here committed and then, I think I committed April 21st and I think a month later I was up here on campus so it all just kind of turned quickly but 
ended up working out. So Hunter, what was it like growing up in Orlando, Florida? I mean, that's definitely a, I guess you could call that a tourist town. And Bill made the, uh, Bill made, I guess the, the comparison to Orlando bloom. Why (laughs) did you, did you frequent the pirates of the Caribbean ride growing up (laughs) at the magic kingdom? (laughs) Yeah. um, Honestly, I haven't gone to Disney. Like my mom works at universal. So I was more of a universal person. That's funny, man. So, um, but yeah, it's been, there's a lot of things to do in Orlando. You know, obviously as a kid, you go to the theme parks and, um, but then you kind of get tired of it because you've seen it so much. You only go back when there's something new. But um, there's always things to do down there in Orlando. Obviously, I had a good group of friends, so we always found things to do down there. What about uh, – talk to me a little bit about Coach Young. Uh, from your relationship with him at Wofford, your relationship with him now, um, and as we ask every player that comes on, what's your favorite Mike Young-ism? Coach Young's great. On Like, whatever you hear from the outside is what he is as a person. Like, there's no lying about him. He's just a straight-up guy. We'll give it to you how it is. Um, he's just a guy that trusts you, and he's going to tell you that he trusts you and show it. And that's what was a big thing in my recruitment is when he was recruiting me at Wofford, he displayed that trust in me. And as soon as he got the switch, it wasn't like, oh, hey, like now I, I trust in you. It was the same energy since day one. And so um, that really just stuck with me, like through the recruiting process. And then when I got here, as having him as my coach is he's going to want the best for you and you want to do it for him too. Like you don't want to let him down and you want to play well for him. So I think that's uh, the biggest thing for him. And um, he's just a fun guy to mess around with. I think we just have a good relationship where um, he could say stuff to me and I could take, I could say stuff to him and he could take it. So I think it's just fun. Describe what it's like playing in the ACC. I mean, I would say the ACC for basketball is like the SEC for football. I mean, it's top of the line, top talent all across the country. Uh, coming to play for schools like Virginia Tech, Duke, North Carolina. Uh, what's that like, man, week in and week out, just playing the best teams in the country? Yeah, obviously it's a it's a blessing to be in this conference against some of the top talent in the country. Um, but it's like my freshman year, it was one of those things where, like, you're going to these different places and you're like, this is stuff I've seen on TV growing up, like stuff I dreamed about. So it kind of, like, takes you back where it's like, this is actually real. So I think my freshman year is one of those, like, just looking around, trying to, like, see everything and – like take it all in. But then I think like my sophomore year was like, all right, I'm here. Like I got to like, I got to go. There's no looking around and like, just, this isn't a dream anymore. So it's definitely fun day in and day out playing against top competition. But it's like, at this point, it's like, I'm here already. So we're just trying to hear and win games. Want to ask you a little bit about your, about your staff at Virginia Tech. I know uh, coach Frazier just headed out to uh, the university of Illinois. Would love to understand kind of your relationship with the different assistants on the staff um, and just how Coach Frazier or some of those other coaches impacted you as a player so far. Yeah, Frazier was definitely, um, we're going to miss him. He was a great coach, brought a lot of energy to the games, locker room and practices. Um, Just a great guy to work out with. He's going to keep it real with you. He's just one of those guys that's like we're working out and he's going to give you one water break the whole workout just because he's just that type of guy who's got that dog in him. So I think that really just instilled us, especially defensively. Um, just getting that dog in us and just playing hard and not even like not looking back. And then uh, KG, Kevin Giltner, he's a great guy. I work out with him a lot. Um, just he's a guy that I feel like he's like an older brother to me where he's just like he's going to push me. And it's just well, I'm going to go and push him as a coach. And we just go back and forth. But I think it makes both of us better. And then Webby is just a great guy to be around. I work out with him. Uh, he's a great guy in the locker room, someone you can relate to just being so young. I think that's the best thing about uh, our coaching staff, our assistants, all of them being past players that played in college. And they're all so young, so they're, it's relatable. So when they tell you to do things, you're kind of like, all right, you went through it. 
like I, I want to do it too. I believe you. So I think that's that's the biggest thing is that trust factor in all of them. Yeah, let's talk about this past season because it was a ton of fun. Make the NCAA tournament. It had some highs. It had some lows. Um, but walk us through, you know, some of your favorite moments from the 2021, uh, 2020-2021 season uh, from this past year. Yeah, wow. I mean, it was a crazy season. A lot of ups and downs, especially with COVID. You just never knew what was going to come when games were going to get canceled and stuff like that. Um, my top moments, I would say beating Villanova is up there. Um, the Miami buzzer beater. Um, beating Virginia at home was a lot of fun. Um, I think that was probably one of the top ones just because I feel like as a group, as our team, I think that was one of our best performances all year. And to come back from, they beat us pretty bad at Virginia my freshman year, and then they were beating us pretty bad at home, and we came back and fell just short. So I feel like that win this year against them really just, like, kind of filled that. Um, And then obviously towards the end of the year, we had trouble with COVID issues and games getting canceled, which was just – I think it really just ruined our momentum going into the postseason. But um, I'm trying to think if there's any other top moments that I've missed. I mean, you, you I mentioned – I got a question on that topic. How would you – how long would it be before you would find out that, hey, we're not, we're actually not playing this this upcoming game? When you had that stretch – what is what is that situation like? Are you getting a text message two days before? How are how like just to give people an idea of how crazy all of this was? How how were you finding out that hey we're not playing this next game we're not playing for the next two weeks? Yeah, it's uh, honestly it's a day by day process. Like we're going in, we got tested three times a week, so it's always um that's always a scary thing. Waking up in the morning, going to get tested, and you just have to wait that whole day. Like we still had workouts and practices, but like you never know when the test results are going to come back and say positive. And then right when you get positive, it's you're getting a text saying, hey, you have to quarantine. And then they're figuring out who was in close contact to have them quarantine, too. So there was a lot of times where it's just like it could be a day before a game. And I remember it was the day before a game before we played Louisville. We were in there watching film and all of a sudden they were like, all right, we all got to get out. And so it's just at the end of any moment, it could all just they could be like, all right, like these people have to go on quarantine or, hey, our game's canceled for tomorrow and stuff like that. So it was just, that was just the tough part is just the not knowing. Mm-hmm. And then looking back on that, um, having all that uncertainty, what would you say was the biggest learning moment uh, from this past year? And how, how do you guys think you'll adapt uh, in the future? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just accountability. You know, you have a, you understand everything that's going on and the sacrifices you have to make. Like we're college students. We want to go out and party and, go out after games and stuff but you also have to realize like we can't be out there exposing ourselves out there with all this COVID going on so I think the biggest thing is that we learned as a group and that I learned is just accountability and just being able to make sacrifices for this season. So Hunter earlier we talked about obviously you know you're playing in the ACC against some of the top talent in the country is there an individual matchup that is challenge you the most you would say like one player particularly or a couple who you like matching up against? Um, people ask me this question all the time and I can never think of any, obviously there's a lot of great talent in the ACC. Um, I know my freshman year, 
guarding Chris Likes was tough. He's just so quick and so small, it's hard to keep him in front of you. Um, Isaiah Wong's pretty good for Miami also. Trying to see who else. Who are you going at it with in practice? Ooh, who do I go out? Naheem. We have some good battles. We guard each other a lot. Um, Beattie, I went at, we went at it a little bit this year. Um, who else? Reese. It's always, that's, I think that's the best part about going at each other in practice is like off the court, like we're, we're boys. So like when it gets on the court, it's funny to go at each other because we want to get the best of each other. But we also, it's like, you never know. One day it could be Naheem's day or the next day it could be Reese's day. And everyone's just going at each other. So it's just it's fun to get good competition. And like after the after practice, like if you were if you were killing Reese that day, you could be like you could talk smack and say stuff. But then like the next day he can go right back at you and it's like you get all quiet. So I think it's just fun. We have a good group of guys that are just that we're all competitive and want the best for each other. So I think it's fun. So with that notion in mind, aside from what I think is blatantly obvious, aside from fan presence in Castle Coliseum this upcoming season. What are you most excited about for the 2021-2022 basketball season? I'm just excited for our team's potential. You know, we're bringing back a lot of guys. Um, I just feel like we really didn't reach our full potential last year. Like, I felt like we were just a really good team, and we could have done a lot more, and we just, unfortunately, we weren't able to. So I'm just excited to get back on the court. Obviously, it's going to be huge with the fans back. It was just weird going through warm-ups and just not really having anyone out there. But I'm just excited to get back out there with the guys and just really, I feel like, we had a really young team my freshman year. We had to play a lot of freshmen. And then this year we just, we took a big step up. And I think this junior year for my class will just be, um, I think we'll be now considered an older team. Um, so it'll be exciting for us to be matured out there and um, really doing the best we can do. One last question before we move into rapid fire. Thoughts on the Castle Coliseum renovation mock-ups. Have you seen that for the Reach for Excellence campaign? I did. I saw it and I was like, I saw it on Twitter. I was like, this is so cool. And then I thought I was like, I'm never going to be able to play in this. <laughs> I'm thinking like, this looks cool and all, and I'm excited for it. And I was thinking, I was like, I'm not going to see this. So it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. You're going to see it. Oh, hopefully you'll see it. You got to cut. You're going to have to come back. I'll come back. Yeah, right, for right, sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I did, it's going to suck not being able to play in it, but it's, it's good for our recruits to see um, what we're building here at Virginia tech. Um, it's going to look great. It looked really cool on Twitter, all the pictures and stuff. Um, it'll look different from, I feel like Castle is very old school and that's how it's like always been. So to add some futuristic things to it will be a, a nice touch to it. So moving along, we got uh, rapid fire here. Rapid fire is brought to you by the hub. We we're talking about renovations to the Castle Coliseum. This ain't renovation. This is a brand new facility right in Blacksburg, top of the line living facility. Shout out to the hub. Check them out, the hub Blacksburg, and let them know that the Sons of Saturday sent you. But, Pat, kick us off with rapid fire. And, Hunter, just a precursor, all this is, first thing that pops in your head, boom. It's it's quick, fun, fun, easy. So here we go. <laughs> all right. Favorite spot to grab a bite to eat in Blacksburg? Where? Sakura. Okay. Sakura. Kind of Christiansburg. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do Blacksburg, Blacksburg I would say. <laughs> That's the first time we've gotten that answer. So I, I, I can definitely appreciate that answer. When you tell people that aren't from Blacksburg about drive through hibachi, yes, people out a little bit, but it is, yeah. it, it is damn. It's good. worth the pilgrimage uh, to Christiansburg for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> what about Blacksburg? Blacksburg, I would have to say 
Where did I go a lot in Blacksburg? Have you been oh, to do Elrods? Elrods? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you get at Elrods? I get the Arroz Texano. Okay. Arroz Texano. Have you been to Joe's Diner? Because when we interviewed yes, I have. Joe, okay, because Joe hadn't been there, I was like, "This place is a staple." I don't know how you, yeah. I don't know how you haven't been over there. Yeah, I love Joe's Diner. <laughs> okay, uh, so Hunter, you got a big game. You're playing UVA. You're playing Duke. You're playing Carolina at home in Castle. Who is on your playlist in the locker room uh, before you go out there? Drake. Drake. Yeah, 100%. a lot of that's a lot of. Um, we get in a lot of arguments in the locker room because we got Naheem, his favorite artist is J. Cole. Um, we got Big John, his favorite artist is Lil Baby, and mine's Drake. So we all go back and forth on who's the better rapper and stuff like that. But um, I'm definitely straight Drake before the game. Is he going to put the album out? We've been waiting on an album for him since from for him. I know. I'm, I, I know. I'm mad too. I thought we were going to get it last summer and then it's just been carried on. So hopefully. Well, he, he sprinkled those two songs and he's like, oh, we're all good now. It's like, no, we're supposed to have an album in January. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, maybe it'll come on Valentine's Day because that'd be the most <laughs> Drake thing to do of all time. And here we are. Yeah. Summertime. We still don't have an album. Yeah, it's it's been tough, especially because when he doesn't drop it, everyone looks at me like it's my fault. Like, what's up with your boy? And I'm like, I don't know. But hopefully. He, if he drops the album in the summer, it'll be the album of the summer. So I'm excited. <laughs> Best dining hall. Favorite dining hall on campus. Yeah. Um, West End. Why? I'm always curious. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of different food options. I used to, my freshman year, I ate at D2 a lot. And I feel like I just got tired of it. Um, it has good food, but I just, I just wasn't messing with it anymore. But West End, I just feel like it's got different options that you could pick from. Favorite moment from your career at Virginia Tech so far? I have to say either the Miami buzzer beater or um, the Virginia win at home this year. Do you have a nickname? I know Boots is one of the coolest nicknames in the program, but do you have a nickname out there in the in the, uh, in the basketball program? Um, not really. I mean, people just call me Hunt. Um I told Coach Young my nickname is H Dog, so he calls me H Dog sometimes now. <laughs> um, I don't, I really know. Back home, I told people call me White Chocolate. It's a whole different. I got a bunch of nicknames in my head that people don't say, but um, they just usually just call me Hunt. <laughs> well, where does number zero come from, and did you wear zero in high school? That's a great question. I talked to this. I talked about this with KG the other day. I wore my freshman year of high school. I wore one. Sophomore year, I wore 23, and then junior and senior year, I wore zero. And he asked me, he was like, what is um, – why did you wear zero, this and that? And I told him, I was like, I have no story. And I was like, but if anybody asks me, I'm going to be like – make up some story and be like, oh, I had zero high major offers, so that's why I picked zero and stuff like that. But it's – I really have no story for it. I just – I had to – they were retiring 23 for someone else, so they gave me number suggestions, and zero looked cool, so I just went with that. It's unique. I like it. Um, and then, you know, your game, you had you had the big dunk against UVA, you know, the charges, the threes, your game's a lot of fun. How would you describe your game in just one sentence or one word? Um, I'd probably say like Coach Young says, I'm a Swiss Army knife. So just basically whatever you need me to do, I can do it. Um, obviously, I can shoot the ball at a high level. Um, very gritty can take charges tough um but i'd like if i had to put in one sentence i would just put 
just a Swiss Army knife. Just can do anything. Plug me in anywhere. Hunter, who's the NBA sleeper for the playoffs? Obviously, my favorite player is I like LeBron and Steph, and they're both like I think they're going to be in some playing game. I don't know if they're going to play each other, but sleeper. Um, I honestly don't watch NBA during the regular season just because I feel like it's not as entertaining as the playoffs. Um, I could honestly sleeper. I don't know if the Lakers are a sleeper, but I know they're in the seventh seed, so I'm going to just go with them. Are you a LeBron guy or an MJ guy? I'm a LeBron guy. I just growing up, I never like grew up with watching MJ, so I don't really know. I've heard stuff, seen highlights, but I grew up with LeBron in that era, so I had that's who um that's who I would pick as LeBron. All right. What about uh what does Hunter Couture do on his days off? Got a day off, no basketball, no film, off season. What are you doing? What do you what do you got? What do you got going on? Um this nice out, I would love to go golfing. I'm actually going golfing right after this. Um, I love to golf, got into it like late high school. All my friends love golfing. So we'd go out and golf sometimes. Um, I'm not the best, but I hit a good shot here and there. So that's what keeps me coming back. Um, play video games, play Madden, uh, Call of Duty type stuff. And just like to chill. Nothing, um, nothing crazy. Pat, I know you have a golf question. You can go ahead. I, I know you got a golf. Have you played, have you played the river course yet? I have not. We'll have to play the river course uh, this summer or something. It's a nice track. Great track. Um, what about the best road game atmosphere that you've played in so far? Um, I would say Duke. I remember going there, their whole Duke crazies or whatever they call them. Um, they had like their little sheet about um, like to diss players and say stuff about players, but it was like before the game, just all the chance they have. Like it felt like a big high school game. Like it felt like it was a high school gym, all this and that, but the energy in there was just crazy. And it's just, um, it like gives you goosebumps while you're warming up and stuff. To take us home. Last time we have our uh, two fan submitted questions. The letters from the lunch bell brought to you by Sharkies. Sharkies running Blacksburg. Hunter, what's your favorite uh, wing flavor from Sharkies? By the way, we didn't throw that one in there. Um, I would either go with mild or Parmesan garlic. Mild or Parmesan garlic? Words are hard. Uh, Words are hard sometimes. (laughs) Pat, you got the first one. Go ahead, buddy. All right. My buddy, Danny Fashina, he says, I'm looking for two answers here. Who do do you model your game after, offensively and defensively? Offensively, I feel like it's just a whole lot. Like, there's different parts of my game that I try to, like, model off of. Obviously, creating my shot with the ball. Steph Curry, I like watching him a lot. Luka Doncic. Um, he's really good. Just how, um, not the most athletic, but can still get to his spots and score. Um, I like Clay Thompson, the way he moves off the ball and shoots it defensively. Um, I like Pat Bev. He's just a gnat around people and no one really likes him. Um, who else? TJ McConnell. I like watching him just cause. He's just a scrappy white dude like me, so I feel like we can just relate. <laughs> a little bit. Are you gonna throw? Uh, are you gonna throw Mr. Grit uh, of the NBA, Marcus Smart, in there himself? I'm waiting Marcus for you. Smart, yeah, I do like him. Yeah, I don't get as as many fights as him, but I do like his grit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin Cates, his uh, his question, great questions always come from Justin. Hunter, can you please explain to us the dark art of taking a charge? That's a great question. 
So it's really complicated. No, I'm kidding. Um, you really, it's a feel thing, uh, anticipation and, you know, you kind of just see the play happen before it happens. Um, just trying to move your feet in the right position and then just covering, covering your boys and just taking one for the team. I think that's just uh, the biggest thing is just, um, it's really just a sign of toughness. It's coach John talks about it all the time. It's called winning plays and we practice it in practice. Sometimes it's just one of those momentum things that one charge can take, change the momentum of the game um, and can really help the team out. Hunter, we appreciate your time, man. Happy Sunday. Happy Mother's Day. Happy everything. I'm glad uh, glad we were able to secure you. Uh, that was fucking weird. Sorry. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter, appreciate your time on this Sunday. Um, hope everything's going well. I know we got graduation coming up in a big season next year. Um, but uh, at the end, we always give you an opportunity. Sharky, shout outs. Uh, shout out whoever you got to shout out. Plug your social media. It's Hunter Couture on TikTok. Where can it everybody is. Hunter Couture. Big are you, TikTok guy. Are you... Are you I didn't know that. Yeah. Are, you, are you a browser or are you on there throwing throwing talks out yourself? Sometimes last at the beginning of the year, I was throwing talks out. I was quarantined. I threw some talks out at the when I got here, I was throwing some out. But then the season started and I had to chill because I was like, if I put something bad out there, like if we play away, people are going to use it. So I was like, I got to only put out good content. Um, right. But I, I just browse now. Um, I it's addicting and I'll be on it and say, I'm going to be on it for 30 minutes. The next thing I know it's one in the morning. So um, it's a fun thing to get on, but uh, I definitely need to start making some more though. I know it's been too long when I get, when I get the, are you sure you don't want to take a break for the second time you get the yeah. second, are you sure you don't want to take a break? And it's like, yeah. okay, it's like two or three. Yeah. It's definitely fun, but uh, I do appreciate you guys. Uh, I want to shout out my mom and my sister. Happy mother's day. Uh, my sister just had another baby a couple weeks ago, so she's over there. She's got two boys now. She's doing a great job. And then I'll be home on Tuesday to go and see my mom, so I'm excited to see her and spend some time with her. Awesome. Hunter, thank you so much for the time. We'll do it again, and we got to get out to uh, get out to the river course and play some golf. Have a good rest of your semester. We'll talk soon. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. See you, boss. Time to wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Please don't go this way singing Trash my friend's place, wake up the next day
to you.